you have to properly assess the situation. What is the actual decision that you are believing to be able to make? And do you have 100% clarity on that decision? Use wisdom as you're going through this process. This is why I love journaling and just kind of brain dumping things. And writing it down forces it to become defined and real rather than just kind of living and harassing you rent free in your own brain. As you identify alternatives, you want to make sure that this is productive. And I like to think of it as what if the greatest version of this happens? Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I'm Coach Megan, and today we're going to be talking about how the heck to make an informed decision. First and foremost, I want to start off by telling you guys and asking the question, why is it even important that we learn how to make informed decisions? To which I say, great, great question, guys. Way, way to ask the question. And the reason why it's super important is because people fall into kind of one of two categories. So on one side of things, people fall into the category of overthinking. And in the other side of the category, people fall into underthinking. And raise your hand, wherever you guys are watching or listening, if you are in the category of the fire ready aim category of maybe underthinking a few things. (laughs) That is definitely me and my natural nature. If you're a visionary, if you are an Enneagram 7 or 8, that is probably how God wired you. And then how many of y'all are in the category of overthinking? (laughs) Some of my Enneagram 5s, my Enneagram 3s, my Enneagram 1s, Enneagram 2s, Enneagram 4s who live in the past all the time. And again, it's not just your Enneagram type. It's just an easier way to sometimes describe things. And whatever you are, or maybe you're somewhere in the middle and you've already perfected this, in that case, go you, you're awesome. We all have natural tendencies, usually for one or the other. And so it's important to talk about how do we make an informed decision, a balanced decision that kind of sits somewhere in the middle that you can feel really confidently about the decision that you make and when you make it and how you make it. I want to encourage you that this doesn't mean that you cannot make quick decisions and it doesn't mean that you should only make quick decisions. So my first point going into today is to make an informed decision. You have to properly assess the situation. So, and actually even before that, honestly, number one is to identify what is the decision that needs to be made. Are you even clear about what the decision is? Is it to buy something or not buy something? Is it to apply to this college or this college? Is it to apply to college at all? Is it to do this pageant or this pageant? Or is it to end your season in pageants and maybe you're done with pageants, right? Identifying what the decision is. Is it to break up with this guy or is it to enter into a season of singleness in general and you just don't really want to date right now, right? What is the actual decision that you are believing to be able to make? And do you have 100% clarity on that decision? Line by line, literally, if you guys were to get like a blank piece of paper out right now and you were to write all these things down, there's going to be a total of, I think it's like six or so steps for you guys today. If you were to take a blank piece of paper out and literally work through this line by line, you will have the outcome of a decision probably by the end of this podcast, which is awesome, right? Because we're here to actually make progress. So number one, you've realized that you need to make a decision. Try to clearly define the nature of the decision and what it actually is. This is super important because then as we move into number two, which is to gather information, 
Now you can start collecting information, but you're not just like collecting information from everywhere about everything. We're able to narrow down our scope and actually like narrow it down to a place of where we're not just overwhelming ourselves with 14,000 other decisions that we have to make to even make the decision to research and gather information about the decision, right? (laughs) Which is some of y'all's personalities where you want to know everything about everything before moving forward. And for some other personalities, it might be like, I hate this. This isn't fun. Can I just, you know, gut make the decision, which is usually where I am and where my brain lives. Okay. So collect some pertinent information before you make your decision. What information is needed to be able to make my decision? What are the best sources of information and, and where and how do I think that I will get this information? And sometimes the where is actually a who. This step involves both internal and external quote-unquote work. Some information is internal. You'll seek it through a process of self-assessment or, you know, a sounding board of somebody else. And then other information is external, which is like you'll find it online or in books or other sources, okay? So after you've identified the decision and then gathered information about it, we want to identify alternatives. So as you're collecting data, information, you know, talking to people, all of that, you, it's also wise to identify several different possible paths of action or alternatives, okay? So again, what I don't mean is playing the what-if game in terms of negatives. What if all this bad thing happens? What if, you know, the sky falls out? What if blah, 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 all these negatives, okay? So use wisdom as you're going through this process that if you're somebody that gets caught up in your mind frequently, this is why I love journaling and just kind of brain dumping things because... It's super important to know how to coexist with your own mind in a way that you're making progress and processing through things. And writing it down forces it to become defined and real rather than just kind of living and harassing you rent-free in your own brain. So as you identify alternatives, you want to make sure that this is productive. And I like to think of it as what if the greatest version of this happens, right? And, And even just if you can look at things objectively, as, okay, A, B, and C happen, but detaching yourself emotionally from the results of that thing and just trying to really look at them as like, okay, yeah, one of these three things could happen. How do I want to prepare for these things? Okay, cool, right? And understanding that you're going to survive and thrive through all of those things because a lot of it is your choice of how you react to those things. So um, constructing new alternatives, and in this phase, you really want to list all of like the possible and desirable alternatives. Okay. So step four, this is probably like the most linear I've ever been in a podcast. Can we just be real? If you agree with me, give me a five-star review right now. Give us a comment and be like, this is the most linear that coach Megan has ever been. Maybe you like that. Maybe you like when I'm sporadic and ADHD, who knows, right? (laughs) But by the way, speaking of which, write us a five-star review. If you haven't, we'd really, really appreciate that. If this podcast has blessed you and you've been watching or listening to this for a long time, we'd love some five-star reviews that'll help us help more people. All right, back to business. Step four, weigh the evidence. Draw on your information and emotions to imagine what would it be like if you carried out each of the alternatives to the end. Evaluate whether the need identified in step one, making the decision, would be met or resolved through the use of each alternative. And as you go through this difficult internal process, you'll begin to favor certain alternatives, those that seem to have a higher potential for reaching your goal. Finally, place the alternatives in a priority order based upon your own value system. So I love this because this is where um, tapping into the spiritual realm of this 
is also to your benefit. So I know not everybody who listens to this podcast is spiritual, which is cool. But what I love about the spiritual realm is it's like taking things from 2D to 3D. And when I feel like I'm at the limitation of my own strength or my own brain or my own genius or I've made 50,000 other decisions that day and I can't make another one, which P.S. if that's happening, like the best thing is probably for you just to go to sleep. (laughs) Drink water, do something that makes you laugh, and then go to sleep and then make the decision in the morning. Most often decisions that have to be made this second I mean, sometimes are even manipulative. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not talking like if someone's trying to get you to buy something, like it's always bad and nothing like that. But just like, honestly, like bigger decisions than that, like a relationship, right? For example, if someone's gaslighting you or trying to bend you into their will in some capacity and saying you have to make a decision today or else, sometimes there are really good reasons for that. Not or else, but sometimes there are really good reasons for making quick decisions. You know, if there's a child chasing after a ball into the street, you want to make a quick decision to go run after that child, right? Quick decisions are not always bad by any means. And long thought out decisions are not always good, right? Because if you're overthinking about something and you're, you are thinking about putting an offer on a house and you, you take 72 hours to think about it, well, that might have been the house for you and it might have been an amazing deal and now that, that house is gone because somebody else was quicker to it and the sellers accepted the offer, right? So this is why we have to weigh the evidence with wisdom, which is really a, a fruit of the Lord and of the Spirit, right? And so learning how to develop wisdom, knowledge, and understanding together, I call them the power triplets, and really asking the Lord and slowing down with the Holy Spirit and just being, do I like, do I have peace about this? Which one do I have the most peace about? Which one do I feel like is best for me in this season? God, which one, which one do you feel like is the right path for me? And following the way of peace and, and being able to like tap in the Lord and be like, knock, knock, like, hey, need some help here. That's one of the best things in the world. Like I've gotten so many strategies for my marriage, for my business, for my body, for my mind, for how to counsel people, how to give sound wisdom to my clients and and people that I'm coaching. Literally, God will like give me ideas that are just like bloop, bloop, bloop in my brain. And I'm like, hmm, where'd that come from? Blurt. And then people will be like, oh my gosh, how did you know? That's exactly what I needed. And I'm like, Jesus, awesome. So if you have access to that, which all of you guys do, All of you guys have access to that if you want it. And if you don't know how to get it, DM us and I'll help you with that. I'll send you some resources. But you can weigh the evidence on your own. And if you want to tap into the Holy Spirit, it's even better. Okay, cool. Let's move on to step five. So like we talked about, then once you kind of discern, if you will, some different scenarios, then you can choose among some different alternatives, okay? So you've got these different things, you've weighed the evidence, and now you're ready to select the alternative that seems to be the best one for you. This could even be like, do I want to pay in full or put this on a credit card and make payments? This could be, do I want to go with this coach or this coach? Do I want to focus on spending more money on an evening gown this year or more money on talent song, custom talent song, you know, like tons of different things. There's a million different options, but learning to prioritize is one of the best ways to like learn how to stop stressing yourself out. It's called the Eisenhower matrix. And whenever I'm super stressed out, my husband will literally slap a sticky note on this wall and he'll make me brain dump everything that has to happen. And then we'll send it through. He's like, Meg, do you actually have to do this? Because you do have five people that work for you who you are paying to take things off your plate. Do you think they could maybe do one of these? And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have to carry the entire weight of the world on my shoulders. And he's like, yep. 
And then usually there's like four things that I actually have to do. And I was just really bad at delegating. And I'm like, nice. Good, good one, Megan. So I choose the things that I have to do. I choose the things that I delegate or I choose the things that I don't actually have to do at all. And I was putting on my shoulders, but don't need to be done right now or don't need to be done at all. And it's amazing. And then step six, we launch into action. So you're now ready to take some positive action, massive and perfect action, and begin to implement the alternative that you've chosen in step five. Now, if you want like a bonus, which I don't always do because usually I'm like speedy McGee off to the next thing. But in this final step, you can review your decision and the consequences of that. So like in big, 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 big decisions. So for example, like we just got done with our challenge. I forget what week this is coming out. The cart might still be open, but I don't think that it is. But if for some reason it is, you might want to go to questforthecrownchallenge.com slash Black Friday and just see if we accidentally left it open because it's supposed to be done as of right now. But if I forgot to take it down or we'll just see, we'll see, you know? So go to questforthecrownchallenge.com forward slash Black Friday for our Black Friday deal and go snag that if you haven't already because it's 89% off and worth 18 grand. So you're welcome. But anyways, so for example, after doing a, a big challenge or we get an influx of brand new clients, like a large amount of clients, et cetera, et cetera, right? Then you'll want to review that decision as well because you won't always make the perfect decision. You won't always make the right decision and that's okay. So you give yourself grace and you keep it moving. You analyze it. You're like, what could have I done better? Where did I need to lead better, lead myself, lead others? Where did I need to communicate better? What was just like the wrong decision and we just need to make an adjustment? And then we keep it moving. And honestly, the the biggest thing that you can learn to do here in step seven is to be able to analyze those things unemotionally. And that that takes a lot of practice. I mean, even for myself, I'm so grateful for my team because I have a sounding board of people that I can say, hey, I got it wrong and we need to make an adjustment. How many people does this affect? Okay, let's make it right, right? But old me and younger me would have literally taken weeks or days to feel sorry for myself and freak out and believe in the worst case scenario and think my business is going to, you know, oh, my life is over, my business is over, my marriage is over, my this is over. It's like, no, it's not. Like, it really never is unless you think it is. Like, because you might have to apologize. You might have to make adjustments that are uncomfortable. You might have small little things that are bad that aren't the way that you wanted it to go and you're going to have to change and there's pain in change, but you'll survive and you're going to keep it moving and you're going to go do five other amazing things the next day that God has for you. So having that relationship with yourself and your decisions and your choices, you guys, is it puts you back in the power position to be able to just say, okay, let's just keep going. And that's where your vision and why we like 90 day visions. If you haven't gotten a pageant planner yet, DM us pageant planner on Instagram and we'll help you check out and purchase one. Or if you purchase the Black Friday deal, you get one. So it's totally worth it. And that really helps people plan out in terms of 90 days, everything going on in their life and down to like your mental and emotional awareness and health as well. Because everything's interconnected, especially as women, we can't just like make decisions and pageants and have it not affect everything else. Like congratulations, God made your brain wonderfully complex and everything connects to each other. And that's just the way that it is. So we might as well learn to work with that rather than against that. So I'm super excited for you guys to make informed decisions, ones that are sometimes fast and sometimes slow, right? Running after the kid in the street, fast, great decision. Making a fast decision about a house could be great and could be terrible, right? So that's where being able to go through these six steps, you guys can 
watch this over and over, listen to this over and over so that you guys can learn how to do that, right? And learn how the big kids (laughs) make these gargantuan decisions. I'll just say like a business perspective, right? Like a strategy perspective. Strategy takes longer, but then the facilitation of like tasks doesn't have to take long, right? Like if you're doing a task, that shouldn't be like four years to make a decision. Actually, the task should already be in alignment with the strategy that you set for yourself. And so you just do it. And what's beautiful about like the planner and the way that we teach you guys how to do that is that with the planner, you set your week ahead of time and then you just facilitate. So like I even have a copy of the planner right here, right? And then I have a little different version of it right here. And so I literally write out my week and then all I have to do is just wake up and say, what am I doing today? And then I just follow it. You can do this with a meal plan as well. All you do is follow the meal plan rather than have to think in the middle of the day, what am I making? What am I eating? What am I cooking? Am I getting my macros in? Am I drinking enough water? Da, 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 da. You just do it, right? It's so much easier to follow something because it's actually way fewer decisions that you have to make rather than every single time you're hungry, I'm making a new decision or I'm choosing what I'm going to wear today or am I making, am I putting makeup on today? What am I doing with my hair? See how many decisions in the first 15 minutes of your day you're already making before you even start the day. So what can you do to eliminate that friction to where you have more brain space to make quality informed decisions for the things that actually really matter? So this is one of my favorite topics, you guys. And if you're not in the Powerhouse Club yet, like I said, the Black Friday deal's over, but it's not too late to jump inside the Powerhouse Club or get a pageant planner. Just get on the journey. Get somebody coaching you. The Powerhouse Club is less than 100 bucks, you guys. You can literally just go to thepowerhouseclub.com. It is not hard. Pick the monthly or the annual option. And you guys get to hear from me twice a month for things just like this, but also ask me questions and talk about things going on in your life and in your pageant prep. It is the best place. It is a safe place. Some of the things we record, like things when I'm talking at you like this, but a lot of the things we don't so that you can be a safe place to share and to grow and it's just an amazing community. We have we have a fitness challenge coming up at the beginning of the year, which is super fun. It's kind of like a baby 75 hard where you have to hit 20 workouts in 30 days and then we split a big pot of a prize at the end and it's just so much fun, you guys. I love I love pouring into you guys at this level and if you're not quite ready to maybe join the academy and like full-fledged really commit to your pageant prep this year, but you know that you want to do something and you just want to be connected to somebody pouring into you, you guys, for 97 bucks a month, it's a no-brainer. Like it's literally $3 a day. You know, it's $3 a day. Don't go to Starbucks and you can pay for this. So it'd be my honor to pour into you. Just go to thepowerhouseclub.com to get started for that. We've got some other fun freebies that are coming out. Uh, we're developing a pageant quiz that I'm excited about. And then, of course, we have the amazing resources that we just came out with in the challenge, like the Lost Points Calculator, the Pageant Roadmap, and the Affirmations. So the challenge group is now closed, I believe, at the time of you guys watching this. But stay tuned. It's why it's so important to listen to the podcast every week, because we do have deadlines for when things are opened and closed. And if you guys know that you want to work with us, you're just wondering kind of what program that looks like, the easiest way to get in touch with us is just DM us at Powerhouse Pageantry on Instagram or email us at info at powerhousepageantry.com. And all that stuff is in the links below in the show notes. So go and make your informed decision today. I'm excited for each and every one of you and the plan that in the purpose of your life, go out and get it and we'll see you next week.